somebody says that you've got too many dice, then they're playing it wrong. Welcome to Playing It Wrong. Podcasts about RPGs, fun, food, more RPGs. Grab your dice, sit back, and get ready to play it wrong. Hey, welcome to episode 15, season 4 of Playing It Wrong. Man, things are busy. And it's just not gaming stuff because I've got too much stuff bouncing around in my head that I can write down at one time. But hey, just the mundane life thing of trying to get things from the store and how each and every time it's a major logistical operation. Golly knows what you're going to get, if you're going to get it, and all that other shit. Uh, and working from home, which is... Yeah. But anyway, you're not here on this little old podcast to listen to me bitch about my mundane life. You're here to talk about gaming. And speaking of talking about gaming, I've got a wonderful little call-in from Tim Goffridge Manor Shorts. Yes, go Tim, go. Hey Chuck, it's Tim from Gothard. I had to leave a message. I cracked up uh, about your magic item of the bag of too many things. I love that name. I am stealing that from my campaign. That is fantastic. And then what happens afterwards with the whole troll claw and everything was that's pretty great so keep up the great work ah thank you tim ah that's a fun little magic item that i came up with and you know i'm going to tell you another story from the same campaign one of the items that i put in the bag and the important thing is as a dm switch down switch around the things but one of the things i put in there was a lock of hair from a succubus the original plan was that there was no magical properties or anything else along with this thing. It was just there, something neat. And one of the player characters picked it up. And later on, he screwed himself with a wish spell. And trying to get out of it, he makes a pact with the demon. He gets some really cool stuff, pretty much gets the um, wish undone at a cost. And he gets a really neat sword at a cost. The first cost, of course, was if he ever died, he could never come back because the demon would get his soul. The second one, as a bit of just sort of screw you from the demon, use that lock of hair to turn, actually make the character look like a succubus. And the important part was the character only looked like a succubus. We all agreed that as soon as he opened his mouth, there would be no doubt in the world that behind that pretty face was just a half-orc with Charisma 6. It was great fun till he died. But anyway, let's move on. And once again, thank you for calling, Tim. Now, as I said before, I was going to go over the psionics in Supplement 3, Eldritch Sorcery. And I've read this about, a, I don't know how many freaking times over the past two weeks. And it still makes no effing sense. So I'm just going to kind of do my thing and go through here. Because, like I said, so much of this doesn't make a lick of sense. So I'm going to go back to the beginning of the book here, where it starts with. Now, <clears throat> first thing is, um, you got to be human. Okay? So, but the thing is, you get screwed, by your, depending on what your class is. Because if you're a fighter, fighter well, you know yoga. I, I know. And the more you know, you lose strength points. Magic users lose spells. Clerics lose spells. What do thieves lose? I don't know. Hang on, hang on. I think thieves lose something too. Uh, it doesn't say. But I guess they are. All right. So, 
So we have to skip ahead from that to go up to get past the druids and the weird combat system that I've got to go back to, to psionic combat. Which, remember, this has the psionic blast, the mind thrust, the eagle whip, the it insuation, the psychic crush, and the defense modes of mind blank, thought shield, mental barriers, intellect fortress, and tower of iron will. There's some chart, and there's this math, this math thing. I, I don't even know what the F it is. You've got like a psionic potential and a psionic strength. Well, let me read this. For example, a character with a psionic potential of 37 with 6 psionic abilities and 5 attack and defense modes would have a psychic attack strength of 74. 37 plus 12 plus 25, I guess, plus 5 times 5. So let's talk about what that says before because I have no idea. And like I said, it doesn't make a lick of sense. And this is probably why if you look at like most of the retro clones, and even if they did include the druid like you know Swords and Wizardry Complete does, yeah, they don't even touch this shit. It is just beyond belief freaking weird. And you've got the ranges, and you've got the defense modes, and the martial defense modes, how much you know they can protect you. Then you've got, let's see, another little chart here with the strength versus the defender's potential and coming up with it outcome anything from stunned to death to losing points and here's one chart i do like though because it's psionic attack upon non-psionic characters which is interesting because in this book also sonic you know they threw in the psionic monsters so it's all based on your intelligence and the range and let's put it this way if you have intelligence to three three to four if you fail your save, you die. Five to seven, you're in a coma. Eight to ten, you just go to sleep. Eleven to twelve, you're stunned. Thirteen to fourteen, you're confused. Fifteen to sixteen, you're engaged. Seventeen, you are feeble-minded. Eighteen, you are permanently insane. Nineteen, you're insane one to four weeks. And twenty-plus, insane for two to twelve days. This has a saving throw. Save versus psionics. Like I said, it's based on range, which is weird. And then there's some adjustments. Magic users get a plus one. Clerics get a plus two. Elves get a plus two. Dwarves get a plus four. Hobbits, because this is old D&D &D and we, they're not using halflings yet, plus four. And if you have a Helmet Telemethy, that's plus four. Subtractions. If you have an ESP medallion, that's a minus five. Psionic rate spell. I have no idea what that is. If you're already stunned, confused, enraged, feeble-minded, or insane, well, so if you're already feeble-minded, that means, guess what? Treat your intelligence as three to four, so you're going to die. So, and then there's another weird chart with this that makes absolutely no freaking sense. And... Okay, so we have to go over here, and then we have to go a few more pages, because they never put anything together. <coughs> Excuse me. So now they have the uh, psionic abilities edition, and these are broken down by class. So you have the fighters, they have reduction, expansion, levitation, domination, mind over body, invisibility, precognition, suspended animation, body equilibrium, clairaudience, clairvoyance, body weaponry, those are the basics, the superior are energy control, telekinesis, dimensional walking, astral projection, molecular arrangement, molecular manipulation, body control, and mind bar. That's for fighting men, paladins, rangers, thieves, and assassins. I know I read them fast. Because you know what? A lot of these just mimic spells. 
once again, why? And I think that is why most people never really like psionics, even though there's a few that do, which is okay, I can, I can, I can live with that. But for me, it just seems like a totally pegged on arbitrary system for something different than Vancean magic. And as if we've learned, I mean, at the time it was, you know, there was very, well, there were a kernel of very creative people working on, you know, D&D. There's a much broader group of people and there's a lot better ideas. I kind of like uh, the OSR far and away land hack where it's much easier you know, magic users just know a spell, and they are limited by a number of spells per day, which I kind of like, and I kind of was using before, but they have a much better mechanic for it. So, yeah, so, psionics, yeah. My honest opinion, just avoid them. Now, it's okay to have, like, monsters, like, have psionic attacks, you know, like a Mind Flayer, which has been rebranded in different names thanks to copyrights, but, you know, having those things... Giving them a special attack is cool. That makes the monster cool. And while monsters should, or I mean monsters, player characters should be cool, but they should be cool in their own way. So, yeah, for me, psionics, it's a big no. I don't think I'm going to use it. I don't know why I went over that. But there's plenty of other interesting things in that book, which I'll go over next time. So I know this episode is short, but hey, it's weird times. I tried last week to do a bonus episode, and you know what? I'm up to 49 likes, so I might have to start doing uh, bonus episodes, and I really need to update the Patreon and say hi to folks. But, you know, I'm going to do a bonus episode next week. If I don't, just, like, call me an idiot, okay? Anyway, I want to say thanks for listening. Roll dice, kill monsters, take their stuff. Stay safe out there, and soon, maybe soon, things will go back to half-assed normal. All right? Stay safe, stay brave, stay happy, stay sane.